Hey, good evening, everyone. And welcome, uh, my audience as well as Tamika audience. Um, Tamika and myself are doing a show together, collaborating on a couple of things. Tamika, we can't see you. No, we can't. So what am I doing? I didn't touch anything. Did you do something anything. to your phone? No, I did nothing. <laughs> if, if you don't mind, lo lo log out, Tamika, and log back in. Okay. Uh, all right. Hold on. She'll be back with us shortly. And um, like I said, Tamika's audience and my audience, this is something different that uh, Tamika and myself are doing. Um, we, we're trying to work together and doing some things. And y'all know Tamika. Um, she's very strong in her opinions. She's somebody whose who's, uh, work I've been watching for about a year and a half. A friend of mine, we have a mutual friend, family basically, who been trying to hook us up for over a year. And <laughs> it's, it's funny when you, when you, when people suggest that you're, you work with somebody, you never understand when you first talk to them, you'd be like, okay, I'm a little nervous. And then when you finally <laughs> talk to them, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm talking to myself. And talking, <laughs> talking to Tamika was like, yo, it was like a, a refresher course of why I choose to uh, get into podcasting and content creating. And it's like, yo, I finally done met, somebody, met somebody to match my energy, which <laughs> I've worked with people that have the energy, but it's like um, Tamika don't sleep. <laughs> as, I as don't. Well as, that's sad. <laughs> and, I, and I noticed that because you'll be like, you'll shoot me a text and I'll be like, yo, does she sleep? And then I'm the same way with I get up real early in the morning as well as yourself because we have to. Yeah. And then I, I start my day, and the next thing I know, it's 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, and it's like, oh, I didn't accomplish nothing. So, Tamika, mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, we had, we had decided to, to, for myself to interview you first okay. before, and I really like what Pink Panther is all, Pink Panther, why do I keep saying that? <laughs> that's funny. I used to call my dad Pink Panther, yeah. but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> Explain to everybody what was the genesis, the genesis of Pink Elephant. Pink elephant. Um, it's funny because some of my friends call me like they quote and they were like, Oh, can I talk to you for a minute? And that was like, um, my quote, because I will pull somebody aside in a minute and say, can I talk to you for a minute? We're not going to, I'm not the type of girl that's going to, a woman rather that's going to sit around a dinner table. And I know someone is, um, severely fraudulent and not address the elephant in the room. My elephant just happens to be pink. Um, I pick my battles a little wiser these days, <laughs> but that's kind of the genesis of it. I'm really like a um, straightforward type of person. I, it's, it's hard for me to be, you know, the word phony has been so overused, but just not authentic to who I am. So with not being authentic to who I am, it, it does cause me to, can I talk to you for a minute? Can I pull you to the side? Can I'm really not afraid of anything. Um, so that's what a pink elephant, I, I, I like to address anything awkward in a room. I usually say the things that people are scared to say and, and may not even be scared, but they have to be cautious because of their job, maybe marital status, kids, things of that nature. But um, my kids know how I am. <laughs> and um, I, I, yeah, I'll, I, I'm not afraid to address any elephant in the room regardless of what it is. So I know that um, we, you, you discussed something last week that uh, got the guys <laughs> kind of upset and then you even, you posted it and then you even went live about it. And yeah, um, it's funny because I looked at it when you want to live about she went live about the ring, you guys. The ring that everybody used to buy <laughs> back in the day when you thought you was in love and you wanted to get a girl a ring like you she was gonna marry you. 
and yeah. you want the Kennys in Irvington. <laughs> and so to me, correct. So Tamika, Tamika discussed the ring, and like you know, we're we're at a point of a certain age, and we're we're people of a certain age that you know you should buy something that means something special to the young lady that you choose to want to marry, and right. make it be special to her. And a lot of guys, I don't know if they were being sarcastic or not, but their responses <laughs> made Tamika take her 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 post to a live and the live got a lot of views it was a, a lot of great responses and it's like you know at the end of the day we don't um understand that you know for me from a man's point of view yeah we, we don't understand that a lot of women work with us when it comes to financial situations and in that working with you you should you could still find something special within your price range that'll make her happy and don't Correct. just go get this cheap ring or you know you might could get a band and then you start getting you know i'm gonna start i'm gonna put a half a carrot this year on it then next year i'm gonna double up and put another a carrot in the head <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah you know what quentin that's basically what i was trying to say it's not a lot of women most women that i know just want to be married and it wasn't just about the cost itself it was about basically sometimes some things for me are just black and white for me it was just an ugly ring so that what happens is you get men that operate out of emotions and we know that emotions are unreliable so when you're continuously operating out of emotions you you know and somebody got to continuously break it down i just said the ring was ugly i never said um oh you must be a sucker if you're gonna put a, put a, a ring like that on her, feeling, feel, uh, her finger you put no thought into it um damn dude you must be broke i insulted no one i directly talked about a materialistic thing that i found was ugly and most women found that was ugly you have your few and then the responses was even from some of the women well it was like two women and i'm shout out to y'all but i expected them to respond <laughs> respond like that so when someone says to me like i think we should respect anybody's opinion what opinion needs to be respected Respe uh, opinions are like assholes we all have one that's your opinion it doesn't have to be respected. It doesn't have to be disrespected. You can agree and not agree with it. What happened was people took what I said about a ring and made it so personal. And uh, listen, I'm listen. if you want me to antagonize you, I can do that very well. I'm the only girl of five brothers. So if you want me to get on you, if you want me to poke the bear, because I know that you're operating out of emotions and I'm not, I would never, uh, I would never um, put degrade someone after that's the way that they're expressing their love and want to be with someone but the responses from the men were quite shocking to me it's like oh well you get what you get and if you don't like it that's that's on you why why is it on her why is it i get what i get was it about you or was it about her and to me you're operating out of ego you're giving her it's just like christmas uh, I, I gave her christmas a long time ago before i even took my shahada because to me chris like gift giving started being very self-serving, egotistical. It's like, I'm going to buy this because if I give this to you, it's going to make me feel good. How, and it's dependent on how I feel. However, if I give it to you, you don't like it. Now I'm going to say you're ungrateful. I ain't buying you nothing. Like all of this stuff. Is it about me or is it about that? And my thing is, if somebody doesn't like a gift, I've never been in my feelings because don't make me waste my money. I don't want my gift collecting dirt. Let me go back, get a gift card to get what you want. For me, it's that simple. So to see the men and the responses and how annoyed they were and their feelings were hurt and then almost underlying trying to throw shots at you like well let me see your ring and try to you know throw all these little dumb anecdotal experiences out and 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 break it down to try to test what i have or what i may not have 
the difference between me and a lot of women that are on social media, I don't, I don't look for validation through an a, a app. I don't need to, I don't, I'm not going to put not I, it's a lot of pivotal moments in my life and things that are super important. You're not going to see that on social media. That's that, that's, that's dear to me. I was with someone, you know, for almost 13 years and you know how many people don't know. And that's between us and no one knows who that person is and people I've known and been in community with on Facebook for however long I've been on Facebook now, what is it about 13 years or something or have known all my life. They don't even know that person because what I love, I protect by all means necessary. This, everything is not for the public. Even some things I've done in my life, some of the best things I've done in my life, um, I don't put on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, nothing because it's, that's my moment. That's, that's for me. So I understand that everybody puts their engagement on Facebook and I don't see nothing wrong with that. If you want to express your love to everybody in the world, that's cool. But that's just not something I, I I don't need to do that. I don't I don't I don't need all the congratulations. It's cool. It's cool. I swear for everybody else, it's fine. But I feel like when I operate a certain way, people get offended by the way I stand in my solidness, if that's a word. You think I'm I'm gonna ask you because it's it's interesting that that ring brought on so much other conversation and people got offended. <laughs> you think that that speaks to one of the issues in our community? It's like when a woman has a certain standards and she may be single at the time, it's like people get offended. Like, Oh girl, you, you, you wasting your time looking for Mr. Right. He got to check all your boxes and you ain't going to never find them. Like you should lower your standards, lower how you deserve to be treated just to appease and to be with somebody, but you're unhappy. That's a good question. Q for real. No, that's, that's, that's deep. Because that could that could take us right into struggle love, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the topic of the show tonight is struggle love, right? The but... topic of the show is struggle love in all areas, baby. Um, yeah, I, I think people have a habit of dictating how everyone's life should be, you know. And I think Black people do it uh, the most. I see the most, and because a woman has her own standards, you understand that may not be befitting to someone else. And sometimes instead, let's take the money. Let's take the money out for one second. Because I understand with a lot of black people, money is a very sensitive topic for so many reasons. And I get it, good, bad, and ugly, ego, whatever, right? How society has made you feel like if you don't have money, you're nothing. I, I get it all. I get the psychology behind it and everything. But let's take the money out of it for a second. And we're going to put it back in there because money is important. You got to eat. You got to get up to go to work. You got to put gas in the car, all that stuff. You need money. Okay, it's a necessity. So let's take money out of it. People will look down on you for the morals that you require from the opposite sex, you know, from your mate. The, the morals alone. Hey, I don't want my man going out to the club every weekend. They got a problem with that. I know men my age and older that's at the bar club every weekend. Now, listen, I will not sit back and judge. I'm not going to sit back because some of these men are hardworking brothers and they feel like they deserve to go out every weekend. And that's cool. That's the way that you um, reward yourself for your hard work. And that's why you got to find a sister that want to twerk and turn up with you every weekend. My life is a preserve for that. So when I say that to some men, and because I stand, I'm solid in who I am. I know who I am. Okay. Um, this is not a person that's, that responds off of trauma and hurt and not loving herself. All that shit been cleaned up. It's a lot of our sisters and brothers that haven't worked on that yet. So they get very uncomfortable by my no is a firm no. My yes is a firm yes. They, you know, so it's like, well, I deserve this. And if a woman can't handle this, no, no, no. There's women that can handle that. But even, the woman that even you if you're paying want, all the bills, why should she have to um be unhappy because you pay all the bills? I'm just you know right. Where does where does that correlate? Right or or don't pay all the bills? 
So she has to dumb down her morals and the things that she stands for and her standards because you feel like you a good man or you may pay all the bills. Um, and now she has to water it down just to appease you. And it never works out. I've been a woman that's done that before and say, well, you know, he's a nice guy or, and it never works out. It ends horribly because the very same thing that you would stand for and now you fell for it. It's the very same thing that you break up for. And you sit back like, I knew I shouldn't have messed with him or I knew I shouldn't have messed with her. So it's very same thing. So after going through those experiences, you learn from them. Like, like no, you, the thing, or stop going for the person that you want that does not subscribe to what you do. There is a Tifa, Monifa, Faquisha, everybody that want to be right there with you every week, sipping the Hennessy, turning up and doing everything. But see, you don't want her. You want to get what you can't have and try to change it. Mm -hmm. there's, there's somebody for everybody. Real quick, Quill. You ever watched My 500 Pound Life? Yeah. All of them got a boyfriend. There's somebody for everybody in this world. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I always, find it, I, I always find it interesting how, like you said, a person will will, will purposely seek a person that, that don't agree with their lifestyle or whatever they got going on knowing okay they'll agree with a portion of what i do but they won't agree with them wholeheartedly what i do and then you know they have a certain age and i'm gonna try to change them you ain't Correct. changing nobody you ain't not definitely right. when it comes to certain uh morals and values you're not gonna change them right right and why would you want to this see this is this is what i do i'm not a surface level thinker and this is what annoys men because not all but most right and those are the ones that don't stand solid in who they are, are still trying to figure out who they are, watering that. They, they get annoyed because now, now I'm going to unpack this, right? So why do you want me to change? What is it about me that makes you, that makes you uncomfortable where, because I don't agree, agree with what you're doing. Now, what you're doing isn't conducive to any lifestyle. It's cool, but why would you want me to change how I think? just to appease you that's where the fragile ego comes in it's, it's re because it makes you what now feel more comfortable my, my strength makes you a little uncomfortable right the very same thing that you were attracted to now i'm seeing stuff like oh he cool but dang he do this a little too much and then i'm just not really with it now it's, i'm judgmental i think i'm better than somebody oh you ain't my guy like whoa bro all i said was i'm not into this however i might know a tifa faquisha a rashida a Whoever that might like that, but you don't even want her. And it's and it's funny you said that, Tamika, because a lot of times we don't find out the things that we dislike about that person or what they dislike about us till after the baby. <laughs> a year, a year or two down the line. Now, when things go haywire, we telling our boys or you telling your lady friends, I don't like him no more. Yeah. And they like, yo, he the same dude or she the same female that you you met. Like it wasn't no representative. It was who they was, and you were accepting it at the time and being unhappy. Now you don't gave them your cookies and everything. You don't put all your stuff on the table mm -hmm. and you upset because they're not changing for you. Right. Right. Yeah, it's vice versa. Women do that all the time. We will go into a relationship or a situationship thinking and a man could be straight like that listen this is what i'm looking for this is what i would want listen we could be homie lover friends and she would think that her box is going to change him hello i'm a recovered um dumbass <laughs> i'm a recovered dumbass i used to think and 
sometimes you could let them bend a little bit, but it's not permanent. It's not worth it. It's, it's to appease you for a second. They still want to do what they want to do. And then they're going to come back and say, but I told you. And they right. They did tell me. And I had the option to, 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 to move. Listen, to move around. The, the thing is, women allow access to her vagina. Men, men don't get that unless we allow it. And men allow access to marriage. Men are the ones that usually propose. They see a woman, I want her to be the mother of my child. I want her to be my wife. Period. No matter how much we try to water it down. That's why for me, it always looks awkward when a woman proposes to a man. Just, I'm not that girl. No, no, thank you. I mean, it, it's one thing to be progressive, sort of say, <laughs> but then it's the other thing to hold on to the traditions that these are traditions that we, um, some of us still hold on dearly to. Like, yeah. You know, like, what you mean you letting her propose to you? That's a little weird looking. Um, can I just be blunt and excuse the hijab for a minute? Um, I'm still in my baby stages. But it just looks like a bitch. Okay, I, I don't think that <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that we should be switching roles so much. Some things are standard or were created a certain way for a reason, for order. And this is why you see everything out of order now. You got your you got your feminists talking about what's wrong with sex work. Why are you slut shaming? All of these dumbass words that no man in his right mind or no woman that are parents would want that for their child. However, you got your dumbass out there. With your picket signs talking about it should be sex work should be legal and blah blah blah. Now, granted, I don't think women should get locked up for selling a box. That like to me, it's so many other things that the jails need to be filled up for, or not even filled up for, but real lives, uh, situations and laws that are being broken and crimes than a woman selling her box. That's the oldest job in the book, like since biblical times. Yeah, there's been prostitutes. So telling a woman technically what to do with her vagina is none of your business. I mean, even if you want to get religious, listen, he gave us free will. So that means see your vagina and everything like that. Getting them locked up, that's crazy, right? But I don't think it should be, um, you know, people will break it down like, well, sex work could be showing your toes and sex work could be this. I rather go, that's fine. But when we think of sex work, what do we think about? We think about selling your box, maybe stripping and, and those type of things. And, um, I don't, I don't know why women are out here promoting it almost to the detriment of society and the women, the young girls that are growing up. It's like, dag, I see girls straight out of high school going to the strip club. It's like, you're not even going to try this life shit out first? You ain't going <laughs> to get a job and get fired once in your life? It's, it's like the only option. They, I mean, they, they out here because the older, the, the, the older girls that's supposed to be showing them the way and teaching them game is like promoting and saying. They out here like... Promote sex work. Da, da, da. Now, listen, shout out to every stripper. That is your business. That, that's your business. And I know a lot of people is just, I leave a bitter taste on their tongue. But my thing is, if you were really secure in what you were doing, you wouldn't be moved by what I said. You're moved because you feel convicted inside over something. Mm -hmm. That's just that's just the and truth. Then, and, it. and then they be in a, in a certain lifestyle. And even, even goes back to other things, like I always say, to our underworld in our culture. Yeah. Um, at least have an end game. At least have a say, you know what? I'm doing this. I know I'm not supposed to be doing this, but I, I got to out. Like, this is what I have plans with. And then, you know, most people um, don't have plans. So Correct. when they're doing something, they don't have an end game. And then they like, now you've been, like you said, using the example of the sex worker. You've been a sex worker for 30, 40 years. Now you're getting old. Now you're showing wrinkles. And you're just like, uh, didn't you say you was going to use that to pay your way through college? If they don't stop with that 1992 excuse, it is dead. Just say... It's, it just say the money come easier. You don't want a regular nine to five. And this is what 
And these will be the same fe feminists that don't believe in capitalism, but be out here talking about sex. Like, please sit your ass down and make it make sense to me. For uh, and read a book, read a book instead of going to uh, YouTube or not that YouTube don't have some some good information. But sit down and read a book, the one that you can flip pages sometimes. Lick your finger and flip. Get back in the in the growth of it. Like people start to sound real smart to a dumb person these days. And so when you was discussing, like I said, the, the, the cheap ring thing and how it segues <laughs> into struggle love is that Ooh. so many people be quote unquote in love or either married and it's like, you ain't been happy the whole time. Oh, are we, are we going to wake, are we waking it up? Are we waking it up? <laughs> are we wait? Oh, I'm going to get my inbox. I, I told you, I told you like... once I said, look, once we finally hook up to me, we going. <laughs> Listen, a lot of people is with their wife, husband, boyfriend, or whatever, because the rent's too high. Let's be for real. <laughs> Let's be for real with the, with the, uh, listen, marriage for me is a serious thing. And again, and I'm not going to keep saying this because in 2022, I'm trying to learn. First of all, I am unapologetic, but women have been so conditioned to say sorry and excuse me, or I'm not trying to offend you. Listen, do I offend you or are you offended? That's how I'm coming this, this year. Big, big that, difference. Big difference. Because I'm not, I'm not, that is not, to know me is to know I don't try. I'm very sensitive, but I'm not soft. It's a difference. So I, I don't want to hurt anybody. But if you get hurt in the process, that's a trigger. And that's just an indication that you ain't doing something right. Or something they don't, you know, something doesn't feel right. Because only time I'm triggered by something is if it has hurt me in the past, it's hurting me now or something I know I need to work on. Other than that, I could care less what people really say and think about me. But let's talk about these struggle love marriages, right? And when I say struggle love, I ain't just always talking about monetization. I'm talking about chicks love to throw up in another woman's face that may be single, but I'm married though. <laughs> Honey, don't nobody want to be in that piece of shit marriage? Your husband be in my inbox all the time. You should be thanking me for saving your damn marriage. These be the girls that be going through their men's phone and seeing their men, their husbands getting curved every day by another chick that don't, they don't even want their asses, okay? But it's even the struggle of marriages where people are just holding on to each other for a title. They're not even, they're not even uh, uh, in it for the vows anymore. You know, these are the people that got married and had the big bravado weddings and they got married for the wedding, but not really for what the marriage was about. That so they want to throw, a, go ahead. That get upset about a ring that get upset about a ring. And a lot of them had that ring. Listen, they said to me, well, don't you gotta be in love? Well, isn't this ring about love? No, it's not. It's about commitment. It, it, you, don't, didn't you love the person before you, you uh, and no matter what, and, 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 and you know, I know a lot of people be like, you know, I don't believe in the ring. Let's, let's talk about this stuff. Let's be, let's, as Tamika always said, the ring is let, ugly. let's go okay. there, let's go there. <laughs> Historically, if you go back, mm -hmm. there has always been some type of symbolism. Yes, that the man gave the woman. Yes, no matter what culture, religion, spirituality you came from, there has always been a wedding gift, a dowry, so to say. Yes, the man gave the woman, and in some cultures, the women choose what she wants. Yes. And then you know, as they say, you got to pay what you weigh. Yes. So if you can't pay what you weigh, then that means you ain't gonna be marrying that woman. Sit back. So a lot of people get all caught up in, oh, she won a ring and this, that, and third. I mean, if this is the love of your life, you should get, if you, if you believe that this is the love of your life, she's going to bear your children, make your house into a home. Why wouldn't you give her everything that she wants? Because they are so scared. Why want to go or go into a, a unionship, a marriage, 
or just even be with someone if you're already thinking about what might not happen. Like that's at the forefront of your thought. So you don't, for me personally, when I'm with a man, I want to make him happy by any means necessary. That's not even a second thought. It's not like, oh, I want to do this, but just in case you do this, I'm going to look stupid. No, no. Because whatever we had at this time period is whatever I thought you deserved at that time period. Once we're over, we're over. I realized that what has happened before us no longer exists. It's an illusion now. It's just a memory. It's, it's, not, it's not tangible anymore. So why am I regretting something that when I was in that very same moment is what that person deserved at that moment? At that moment, what I thought, even if they bamboozled me, you bamboozled me to think some type of way. So I don't feel stupid for doing what I thought or who I thought you were. But see, a lot of men been hurt in the third grade and they 40 something years old now and they still talking about little TT that threw away his chocolate from Valentine's Day. Like I and started can't. messing with his boy. <laughs> so he's still bitter. Still bitter. Like, bruh, you're going to have to get over that now. Like, you done grown up now. Every Everybody in this world in a relationship has to get their feelings hurt. It's a part of the game. It's universal law. It's what it is. It's, it's destined by God. It is what it is. So get through it. So a lot of men are thinking about what could have happened. I hear a lot of them. I don't want to mail bash because I have my huge follow. My biggest following is men because how I go hard for them. And sometimes I'm a little too hard on the women, but I'm fair. You understand? I, I, I'm not, I'm not um, a pick me. I'm not a, um, a weak chick and I'm not out here just trying to be liked by me. No. Okay. When you used to get attention, you ain't got to go search for it. But what I'm seeing, even from the responses and the men that were going back and forth, it was one guy. I mean, it was to the point where I was just like, all right, you're weird now. Every comment I made, and he was trying to antagonize me, but you're like a thousand years old at this point. So what are you, you're, you're annoying me now. It's not even funny no more. It's not cute. And guess what? When I have time, I got time. We could be both keyboard gangsters right now because you're annoying me and it's weird. And I think you just like my attention or something like that. I don't know what's going on. But what happened was, when I'm hearing the responses, one of the guys said, we'll get back to struggle love. And that's what the comments were reminiscent of to me. Struggle love. What do you, oh, well, I got married to my woman in the, uh, you know, in the basement of the church. That's beautiful. Like, yo, so why are we mad about a ring again? Why? Because you could, some of them, now they started opening up. I couldn't even get my wife the ring. Okay. Fine. <laughs> what do you think about this ring? Is it ugly or not? So you see, you're internalizing it. Uh, she going to get what she going to get. I don't want to marry you. I don't want to marry a she going to get what she going to get. Because for me, my thing is, I want to make you happy. I, I'm about to, oh, let me see how, Let me see the ladies' rings in here. For what? Because you I want to know to, if I get married. You, should, they you married. should want her to brag to her girlfriend's like, yo, this is what he got me. I can't believe it. And crying and boo-hooing and in the, in the tissue, basically wanting to wash your feet at night, talking about, baby, I can't believe you bought me this ring. Come on. That's, that, that is a feel-good thing. And for me... Like I said, I'd rather take up if we okay. So we're gonna get that to the band. I mean, we're gonna get that to the struggle up. Bump the money. If you can't get me a decent, and I don't have to have the fat, fattest rock. Listen, I'm not. I don't even watch TV, and I'm not swayed by what goes on the TV and love hip hop and the big old ring. I'm not swayed by none of that. Before you bring me that ugly ass ring that they sell in Kenny's with the weave and the, and, the, and the used cell phones that they have to jailbreak, just give me the band, baby. I'm okay with that, and that's the cheapest one. Get me, get me a little platinum band. Get me, get me a band with no ice in it or nothing. I'm fine. So it's not just it's not just about the money. Okay, fellas, because that's what their mind is going to because they feel so insecure about money. Because they either probably was the food dude at one time. They either got used or they saw their boys getting used. They don't want to be there. So they so scary. They operating out of scariness. Probably like, getting cut on, they probably getting cut online at the barbershop. 
and ain't said nothing. Yo, who next? Not you. Get out of here, Bozo. <laughs> so now all that insecurity is being taken out on a woman. No, no. I want a cheerful giver. I want a happy giver. I want someone that's excited to do things for me because that's how I am. I, I, I even gave the uh, example of me putting a watch on layaway for my ex for about four or five months with, you know, diamonds all in. It was a Gucci, I da, 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 whatever. That wasn't something I could afford like that initially. Listen, we had a brand new baby, our house. Like, it was a lot going on. So, but I, what I did was the thought I put into it, I knew I had to pay it off. I couldn't pay them a while. I'm not a fake baller like everybody else. I know everybody is rich on uh, Facebook. I get it. Everyone's rich on Facebook, but I'm not. But I felt like that person at the time was so worthy of that. I didn't mind putting that on layaway um, um, until he got it. And when, when he opened that box up, meant everything to me. Everything, mm. just the look and the shock and how'd you get the money to do this? And don't worry about all that. It's this you, baby. That made me, and I didn't do it to, from the way I would feel. I did it strictly for the way he would feel. And, and if you and, did and, it, and, go and, ahead. And, and Tamika, that's, that's the key point that I think you were trying to come across in the post and in the live and even now. Yeah. Don't buy the gift to for how you would feel. Correct. Do it for the person on how they would feel. And Correct. I think that gets lost in the translation because, you know, you could be a laid back person and not be into a lot of stuff. Yes. Your potential mate could be into the glitter gloss and floss. So if they're into the glitter gloss and floss, find out what makes them happy. Like you said, you know her girlfriends. Right. Talk to her girlfriends. Her bestie going to tell you exactly what's going to rock Thank her you. socks. Thank you. And figure it out. Say, look, this is my budget. Which one? And this business budget says, listen, I'm calling you, sis. Distract her, whatever. I want you to come. Meet me here. I'm going to show you something. What you want you think is the best? Do that. You understand? But everybody, they want to still stand on their ego and their unreliable emotion to try to break me down because I just think the ring is ugly. But you want to put all of this. Now you want to add all the uh, experience. Your personal <laughs> no, you're supposed to accept. You're supposed to accept the ring. Be unhappy with the ring, the gift, mm -hmm. and that's the that's the beginning, for lack of better words, of compromising. And right now, now the initial response to, shouldn't be like ill or nothing like that. It's a way to do things. But tell them. Then it leads to the to the to the struggle of now you now. <laughs> Me and you had me and you had shared not and I kind of went through the same thing that now y'all live together and he buying furniture from IKEA. You right. don't like IKEA furniture. You <laughs> right. like, I mean that's bachelor or bachelorette furniture. You're like, yo, we got a family. I want a real bedroom set. I don't want right. IKEA stuff. Right. And, and it's like now you don't compromise and you basically unhappy the whole time. That's and never right. said nothing because you done took the ring. That you wasn't pleased with, and now you're not pleased with nothing. This joke will keep making broccoli, and you don't even like broccoli. Correct. He cooking dinner for you. Alright, then it's nice, but he done made broccoli, and you don't even like broccoli. Because you're living your life and your relationship to be someone else to appease this person, and you can't speak your truth. What a prison to be in of love. Like I would never. I want to be able to be like, babe, that's ugly. Me, you could actually laugh at that. Now, if you criticize everything he's doing, that's a now that could be a bit of like, come on, this. Men do have ego. Stroke it a little bit. Just be like, all right, baby. If you buy an ugly, ugly comforter set, you can laugh with your girls when you have tea. Like, you know, 
just throwing a name out there. You know, Marvin and came in with that damn ugly ass confidence set girl. Y'all laughing. She might talk about how he bought the ugly pots. It gets kind of cute after a while. But for the most part, your man should know the things that you kind of like at this time. He should be paying attention to you in certain ways. And if you know he's trying, you got to diss him all the time. But we're talking about a token of your love, that symbolism, which is a ring. You want to be able to be proud of your ring. And I'm not saying, my, my listen, I don't need a big old rock. I really, I really don't. You proposing to me trumps everything, first of all. However, we're a girl. We've been wanting to be married since we've been watching Cinderella, Okay. Uh, so when that day comes, we want to feel some type of way. It, it's just, it is what it is. It's already bad enough that we've been brainwashed to think that a freaking man, that's a whole nother show, but a man is going to find our slipper and save us from everybody in the world. Like, even, like we've been fucked up too. Excuse me. Oh, I gotta stop cursing. I, I, forgive me y'all, but we've been messed up too and brainwashed by since we've been girls thinking that a man is just supposed to come in and pay all our bills, do all of this, do all of that. Even through Islam, people really have it. A lot of women have it messed up thinking that a man is just supposed to do every single thing financially. Now, that's a great thing, but it's a few things that is obligatory and things that he is responsible for, like feeding you, clothing you, treating you right, and doing what's, in, what's within his means. And if you have the ability to help, you should. That's a real partnership. Um, you know, your money is your money, things like that. But if she volunteers to do some things, that's cool. A lot of women get into his religion because they think they're gonna have a pimp or something, or they're just gonna have somebody that's like a sugar daddy rather. It's they're not really in it for the unionship. They in it because they want to live a certain lifestyle. I mean, that's that. And if you have the ability to do that for your wife and have it, that's beautiful. But I'm not I'm talking about the people that are unintentional, you know what I'm saying? About when they get into these situations. So yeah, we've been pretty brainwashed with Snow White and Cinderella. And we just think somebody's gonna find our slipper and swoosh us away and save us from all the evil people in the world. And it don't work like that, bruh. Okay. That's so I, I understand. I, I fantasize too. And you don't, you know, you don't, don't gotten a marriage with somebody that's, I won't say broke, but just say he's a low producer. And yeah, that's you know he's that. a low producer of a man. And you like, <laughs> you want to know where all these gifts are supposed to come at? You married a low producer guy, you know, and this is something in our community. Still can sell incense oils and turtles, and why you ain't buy the house yet? Like, dude, look who you married. Correct, correct, correct. With with because they're stuck in their imagination in La La Land of what it should look like. Like I said, listen, I don't need a rich man, but it's levels to this. You know, uh, that goes back to the struggle love. Uh, I think what happens is this is so sad. And I'm going to get on our men because that's the only men that I'm interested in. I don't care, but I got to keep... Well, Chinese... I don't always even like comparing our men to people. However, in this instant, black women are the only ones that feel like they they, are, they have to go through struggle love. We're, mm. the, even, we're even taught that by our parents. Well, he's a nice guy and just help him out. I mean, it's indoctrinated in them that they're not supposed to be as responsible as they're supposed to be. And we are supposed to endure that because they have put a... The struggle love comes in when it comes to women specifically, because society, and this came from a white man, okay, told put the strong on black women. No, I'm not strong. Get take that out of your repertoire, okay? Do not put she is strong. No, no, I'm not. Why? I'm gonna do powerful. Why, Tamika? Let me ask you: Why most black women don't get offended when they're called strong? That's offensive. It's very offensive. It's very offensive. It's brainwashed. I think because. The way it's been packaged is like it's a great thing to be. Look at this strong black woman. She's so strong. 
you don't never hear nobody like, look at that strong white woman or look at that strong Asian woman. Look at that strong Indian woman. You don't hear that because they don't have to be strong. They can rest in their femininity. But see, because Big Mama then raised five kids on her own by none of the mans that married them and did it, a lot of our men wear that as a badge of honor and then get with a woman. And because she doesn't want to live that lifestyle, it's like, my mother took care of five kids, put us all through college. Great. That's after up. Your father should have been there to help. Why are you normalizing that? My strong mother is connected to the struggle because it's been packaged in a way that is great. We have no other choice than to be looked at as we're strong. And this is why we're the highest. We have the highest rate of uh, births. I mean, I'm sorry, death after births because it has permeated into people's mind so much, even in other races, that they don't even think we face the same type of pain when we're in the hospital as another woman because Facts. she's gentle. Sarah, Sarah's in pain. Get the epidural. Quickly. Two quickly, shots. Quickly. Uh, Karen, do you hear Karen over there? Tamika. Uh, Tamika? Amika? Give her about she five good. minutes. She good. Give her one ton or 250 milligrams. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, really black women. Um, no, seriously. You know, FYI, we should really look into, like Tamika said, the history of understanding where this strong woman concept come from and this should be offensive and we should stop using a strong black woman in our vocabulary this is just me and tamika's perspective based Correct. off of what we have seen witnesses with our lives and through history where did this come from mm -hmm. and if you really really look at from the history it came from people that survived a struggle slavery yeah we had no choice but to be strong when we were getting ripped because after you got whipped, you had to take your ass back on that plantation. I don't care if you was a woman. You had to take your ass back on that plantation and pick that cotton, regardless. So you didn't have a choice. So when a lot of men say, oh, she act masculine, because she had to be strong. Strength, that type of strong, I want to hear, that's a strong black man. You don't even hear them talking about black men like that. It's just, oh, yeah, she's black not, man. She's not even a sh the black woman. Um, and Tamika, I know when I say this, you'll probably be shocked that I said it, or you probably won't be. She's right. not even to show her uh, vulnerability when she comes home because right. she has to be a strong black woman in the workplace, the strong black woman. And, and um, as a black as a black man, having sisters and and and, and at being of a certain age, you know, I'm just starting to really understand or get a scope of what you guys have to go through working in corporate America. Oh. Quentin, don't remind me. I've been out of work for a year. Okay, it's been beautiful. I was kind of making money on my own. Mamas is going back to work. I was offered basically as a supervisor position, but um, corporate America makes my skin crawl as a black woman going there because you cannot be yourself. If you speak assertive, if she's the angry black woman, mm. you have to smile when you don't want to smile, even when you are to yourself. And you just, good morning, good evening, and you keep it moving and you don't indulge, you'll be called in the office and say, hey, is everything okay? Because I don't see you interacting with people. And you're thinking, I come to work to work, but you want to see me interact. Why are you so obsessed with the way I interact with people when they don't even have anything bad to say, but they just want to be all up in the sauce and up in the business? And because you want to know, Karen, okay, who I am, how she, I can't figure her out. Well, I come to work to work. I, I I do above and beyond my job. I'm here on time. I'm not in any drama. What is it that you need to know, Karen? And I can't really talk to you like that because I need my job. I need to feed these kids. Daddy ain't know what to be found. I'm carrying all of this to work, plus having to lick your 
cracking your behind to make sure I keep a job because a lot of times when you're a black woman, it's not even about your productivity. It's about if you're light, okay? But especially if you're getting hired by a person with a Karen mentality. And let's not get it twisted. Uh, white women are not the only Karens. You got Hispanic women. They some of the biggest Karens on the job. Biggest. Woo! Oh, Lord. And they the worst kind because they think they white. And the white folks looking at them like... As Paul Mooney say, until they get that... uh. That moment, right? Like, and then they want to snitch. Like, you got to deal with. So you're not only having to deal with the Karen. You got to deal with, and not all, because I got some shout out to the dope Hispanic women that I have met in my life. You know who you are, so do not take it personally. If you do, that's your business, because you know it's true. I know snake black women on the job that don't throw them an extra quarter on their check. An extra 25 cent raise? Everybody going down. They see an extra $5 on their check. It's a wrap. Oh. I've seen that. I, I've seen that too. But um, and they don't even—they don't even know the bonus was for everybody. But they thought the <laughs> bonus was for them. <laughs> they thinking they special because they want to be the favorite because they already dealing with their own trauma and BS from uh, not being wanted. You know, you got a lot of mental patients that come to work that that carry that uh that uh personal stuff that you know they didn't get attention at home, so they're looking for this false sense of identity at work and. Uh, they get a pat on the back from the boss. I'm probably older than my boss. You know what I'm saying? You think I'm looking for you to pat me on the back? Like, so I, I'm either very much appreciated at work, or for the most part, just no. And and I don't always do well in corporate America because I don't know how to walk the fine line all the time. I'm the pink elephant. It kind of comes with me everywhere I go. So, um, you know, one of the phrases that I like to say is, uh, you know, as the man goes, the family goes, as the family goes, the community goes, as the community goes, the nation goes. And this is how mm. you change. This is how you change what's going on around us. Yes. Do, do you think that when we when we when we get into struggle love and trying to understand the dynamics, and I know that this is not a love show we're talking about or relationship show. How do you think it's fine. as as a as a black man and as a black woman, we could better get to really understand yo she was on that auction block with me she's been through the same thing i've been through instead of this being so combative and oh no i need you to understand my situation tamika so you need to lower your standards if we're going to be together and then i throw all that guilt because i made some choices and decisions in life that i'm not making as much as i should be making yeah. but if you want to be with me tamika you need to lower your standards okay i think first things first and i don't have all the answers i'm still trying to figure it out myself but i know one of the main things is <clears throat> we are always talking about what we shouldn't be doing we have to start just straight having conversations about resolutions you know i would hear people men and women um talk about because what i know i ain't putting up with this and i ain't doing it okay well what are you gonna do in a relationship what do you have to offer? I say it to the women too. They're like, well, he better have this. Well, okay, so I, I know that when I get in a relationship with someone, I can't wait to make them happy. That's how I'm thinking. That is my thought process. Now, well, he better not do this and he better not do it. And he better come up. And he, gosh, damn. Ah, boom, boom, boom. I, I'm trying to fight through all of that, which you're not going to do just to give you a damn hug. So for me, and trust me, I speak from a lot of experience because that comes from hurt and being, and being hurt and deceived. So you kind of have your guard up. You want to just safe from the door. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Not. And every time you do that, you're pushing the other person away. 
So I say, come with resolution. Come with what you will do. You already know. You got down pat what you're not going to do, what you're not going to accept anymore. We get it. Cool. I love that for you. You know what I'm saying? But let's talk straight. Let's go back. Let's let's twist it around and talk straight revolutions. Moving uh, resolutions, rather. Moving forward, I can't wait to be this type of man to this woman. Moving forward, I can't wait to be this type of woman to this man. Moving forward, I'm not because I ain't pump all that. We know what you're not gonna put up with. Only a dumb, a dumb person that wants to continuously go through things over and over and get these lessons over and over uh, should should know what the heck they don't want to do. But did you ever know what you really wanted to do in a relationship? Have you ever really entered inside a relationship saying, I cannot wait to make this person happy? I I cannot wait to be able to provide for them. I cannot wait to take the load off of them. If people enter into unionships like that, I promise you, built on the foundation of love and progressiveness and what you want to do in that specific relationship, we could start from there. It's no way up but up. But if we keep talking about this, we're, we're operating from fear. And we know fear is false evidence appearing real. And for those of you that don't know, Tamika did a, a, a podcast before explaining her love and it's on the YouTube <laughs> channel. And, you know, I think that that love that you explained during your podcast was was very interesting. I think that, like you said, a lot of us will enter a relationship, will enter anything, a friendship relationship from a, place of, from a place of taking instead of giving like yo like we were talking behind the scenes like yo if i'm not calling you if i and i mean this at the end of the day why should you talk about me in that room i need to be giving you a reason to to talk about me whether it's if i'm your man or your friend like yo you should be bragging about your friends like yo i'm a super dope dude he cool as hell but we don't give each other a reason mm for people to talk about them in, the, in those rooms and in those spaces. Ooh. Instead, we talk about, you be like, oh, I'm glad I ain't got to deal with Q today. He just be sucking <laughs> the energy out of me. Like he be draining me like, yo, <laughs> like he got issues going on. Like he, you know me, he way up in PA and it's like he here, like he's an right. energy vampire. Correct. Instead, you should be like, yo, I just got the phone with my bro, super dope. Yo, he got me refocused. He got this going on. He he done did this, and how it's benefiting you. Where we could brag each brag about each other in the rooms, as we should. That that listen. When shout out to Prentice. So that's uh, shout out to P. That's actually my son's um, godfather. But when he spoke of you, and I and I'm pretty sure he did the same when he spoke of media. He was like, Meek, I'm trying to get you with my boy. He got his podcast. I'm so excited, like it's for him. But my friends' wins are my wins. That that's how I go into things. Your wins is my wins. So the way he was talking about it, just because of the way he was talking about you, I don't care what you did. I want to be down. I'm like, well, whenever he's ready, just hit me up. And at that point, when he first hit me up, I had a lot going on for myself. But I still was like, I gotta squeeze something in there. I don't care if we do a show once a week, 30 minutes. We could cut, we could say whatever it's saying. Tell him to hit me up whenever you're ready. And even though it took you some time to hit me up, which I'm not offended or nothing like that. When we did connect, it was like, okay, I think I want to do this. Yeah, I think, and that's you know, because of the premise of where it came from and the energy behind bragging about his friends and his people that he yeah, met. And, and, and that, and, and, and it's funny because when I, when he first said it, I was like, because my whole thing, why I didn't hit you up. Yeah. This is the funny part is because I didn't know if he really knew my vision. 
Ah, okay. Because I never really explained to him. So right. I really wanted him to see, like, yo, this is where I'm trying to go. And then, like I said, the first conversation when I was like, yo, you need to come on. We need to do an interview together. And it was like, oh, my gosh. I don't met somebody who matches my energy. We both have <laughs> some people that we that that's in our space who we who we like. Um, and I think that's important because we don't understand that we need to be able to, like I said, if I can't speak about you in those rooms, something's wrong. Right, right. And when I'm going in the room or something and moving forward, this is our first like soft launch. I want everybody to know that's out there, Facebook world, that this is just our soft launch. We're giving you a little bit of what's soon to come, okay? Um, we're going to have controversial topics. Uh, don't think that Q and I are just going to agree on everything. It's not an echo chamber. For the most part, we're pretty much like-minded. However, I'm pretty sure he's going to give me a pushback sometimes. That's okay. That's the end. We're human. People, listen, Q, you should have been on my page <laughs> when the uh, elections was going down. Honey, oh. my inboxes, I was, they, I never got disrespected, but I had people from all around the country follow me <laughs> and they would come about my inbox. I was all type of bees. <laughs> but it comes with the territory when you put yourself out there and you have a strong opinion and you don't care. You understand? Nicole and said, it's not the Nicole popular said, opinion. Nicole said we as black people need to uplift each other instead of being crabs in the bar in the bucket. Uh, You're exactly right. You know how far we would be, Q? No, I want that. I want I want people to breathe on that for a minute. If we were really bragging about each other, you have our people brag about celebrities that wouldn't care about you, and uh, they they wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight for you. They 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 don't they don't know you for buying an album. They don't care. You're just a number. They will cry and do this, but their own people. This is the mentality of a lot of us. We don't like ourselves. We don't love ourselves. We don't love one another. It's sad. It's really sad. People. No, I'm just not doing this. I'm, you would spend all this money on this and the third and I'll clock nobody pockets, but it's nothing. You know how much black stuff I supported that I didn't even like the products? I just did it just to support. That's true. I just said that to my page the other day, like, okay, this year, I it's business. I ain't going to be buying stuff I don't like no more, just collecting dust. But that's just the spirit of who I am. You understand? Black what? You know people, stuff I promoted people, for not a dime just because I know that people, person needed my help. So that's who I'm connecting people. with right now, like-minded people in that way. Black people are not a monolith, but we're the only community that gets upset with each other for not being a monolith. No, I want right. you to I want you to be objective, Tamika, but I'm upset because you're objective. <laughs> right. That is a fact Oh my god. <laughs> that makes no sense. It's true. I want they you like to have me like this, opinion. but the, the minute I don't think like them, I'ma go in on her. You don't know what and I'ma argue. And the men. The men will argue back and forth with me and them comments. And when I have time, I got time. And sometimes I'm just poking the bear because I want to see how long your ass going to go. Like you are a whole man and you going back and forth because you want me to subscribe to your ideology. Listen, I've seen black people through this election disown their family. You are a slave. Right wing, left wing, same plane. Okay. You are a slave. You will disown your family. Because you, because somebody voted for Trump. Now, listen, let's be clear, because everybody's calling me Trump supporters. Newsflash, everybody, I did not vote for Trump. I voted for a president. I voted for somebody that nobody heard of. Because you understand that there's more than two presidents on the ballot. It's a bunch of them. But it's a bunch of some people I think nobody's. I voted for this black guy that I follow, actually, on Facebook called, um, oh, gosh, Ali. I'm going to get his name for you. He's a used to be a part of the Nation of Islam. He left the Nation of Islam. He's like a spiritualist. He's a dope human being. He's super smart. He's a self-proclaimed scientist, studied and everything. 
he's um he actually bust a polite ass in a debate. That was the first see, time polite. See the see the funniest thing, you guys. Me and Tamika didn't do a lot of uh, pre production, but no, I already know she. I already know who she voted for. She voted for the brother Ali Muhammad out of Philadelphia. Oh, damn! <laughs> <laughs> I know the. But brother. he goes by all this other stuff yeah, too. Ali, yeah. no, I'm talking the black guy, but yeah. he he lives in Georgia now. He's into like clean eating. He's just a super dope. So I said, I vote for them. I vote for this black man. If I had the choice, and you know what they said. Well, voting for him is like voting for Trump. That's why I was like, y'all are crazy. That's why I said, oh. you got a mental problem, okay? Voting for him is like voting for him. Don't Look, no. I, I voted for him, right? But you're going to tell me and try to brainwash me, knowing that I, I don't even let people know sometimes, my, 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 my dope following knows for the most part. But for the most part, I don't even let people know how smart I am. No, I like to, I like to psychoanalyze sometimes. You understand what I'm saying? And... I had to sit back and it just kind of hurt my feelings. Like, wow, this is some real Yakubian, uh, 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 Euro, Euro, uh, Neanderthal type thinking. Okay, I, I listen, See, I don't the know thing, what other names I'm gonna give y'all right thing, now. The thing, the thing is, Tamika, I believe that the election opened up a certain, um, door for all of us. Mm-hmm. And and I'm the same way. I'm, I'm, I'm registered because it, where I'm, where I'm in Pennsylvania, you don't have to register. Democrat, Republican. So I'm a registered independent. Correct. And <laughs> I I realize that people literally will vote against their best interests. Yes. Now, I will never tell somebody to vote Republican. I will never tell somebody to vote Democrat. I'm going to say vote within your best interest. You don't work for the politician. The politician works for you. You should be able to call them, definitely the local ones, on speed dial like, look, Y'all gotta come clean up my street. Correct. Straight up. And but unfortunately, like you said, is that when 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 the monolith thing, mm-hmm. because our people have been voting at one particular party for so long, people look at us like, oh, oh, you must be a Trump supporter. Well, if I was a Trump supporter, what if I what, was what, dif- what difference does what difference does it make? It's like people just they vote sham. And when I put up, go ahead. I'm sorry, Q. I'm cutting you off. No, go ahead. Go ahead, to me. It's so funny because I predict this stuff because, again, they vote and they react off of emotions. And emotions are what? Unreliable. They're unreliable. How many times have we gotten to a situation and you snap? You had to go back and be like, oh, my bad. Because you were just not in the right state of mind. You were in an emotional state of mind. You probably just went through something, whatever the case may be. When you respond in a way and not use emotional intelligence, you just respond blindly off of emotions, they're not reliable. They, they're up and down. The emotions waver. You understand? So you're hot, you're cold, whatever. That's emotions. And when I sit back, and let me tell you, my, my comments used to be in the hundreds the way I used to talk. Huh? Oh, when I came out talking about a Kamala, whoa! Shots was fire every day. So now, all those hundreds oh, of comments boy. and all the oh. shares. Oh, fuck. You know what? Kamala could go lick a whole booty crack. I'm not, I'm not beat. She, she got that position so that her husband, her Jewish husband, could be put in place. And who you see taking all the planes? It's not Kamala. It's her husband. So let me just sit back off of that one right here because they don't want this spanking. I, I, it's not even fun spanking them no more because they're too scary. They won't come out the closet and spar with me. I want them to verbally spar with me, but there's they're a too movie. scary. There's a, there's a movie that was out before me and you was born. It's called Cool Hand Luke. Okay. And in the scene in the movie, it says, come on out, Luke. They caught us. <laughs> And that's wow. the situation. That's, that's the situation, situation our people are in. Come on out. Y'all, 
Y'all didn't they vote for us. Joe. Y'all didn't vote for Joe. So when people that was objective said, don't do that, now he's showing you exactly who he is. Oh, oh, now y'all mad at us. And where's well, we Kama? tried to tell you. We tried, but hold up. And then and then you see in my side, I've interviewed him on Clubhouse and everything. He goes, I mean, you can't blame me. We told him we're gonna vote for him. And if he don't do his job, we're gonna we're gonna be on his ass. He on his ass and what? He's the president now. And what? What y'all just gonna talk and, and have a pick his signs like no more Joe? You gotta go. I don't know, whatever rhythm they wanna put to it that black people wanna put to it, some type of poetry. You can't do nothing. How about that? You can't do nothing. So now when I put up post about Kamala or Joe, crickets. You might get my usual people that are higher of higher thinking and not and, and they're not group thinkers that might say, sis, you already know. And it's just a few of us sprinkles sporadically all around. But the main ones that came out with, I just voted, the, the pins and the stickers. Oh, no, don't forget. When they had their pearls on for Kamala, oh, Lord, looking like a bunch of coons. Vote blue no matter who. <laughs> when you were seeing, when you were seeing people go viral for disowning their family, black folks, I just, I couldn't, I didn't, look, it was a time, I listen, I love being black. But with that voting time, I wanted to be something else. Make me Taiwanese or some shit, okay? Anything but black in this very second because I'm so embarrassed of my people the way they acting right now. And videos going viral like, uh-uh, get out my house. You said you like Trump. I'm like, what? That is your Trump. Get it. Just sound like a bunch of mammies. It, it it really shows it really shows and you know like i said you could vote for who you want want to vote for um yeah, just business. be 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 um solid in your decision and don't vote against your interest you know if this is what party interests you or you know serves you as an individual and as a person in the community go for what you know that's yeah, it it's it's, a, it's amazing we don't we we talk about we was going to talk about struggle love and we done went into politics <laughs> and everything right <laughs> Well, we can touch on it for a minute. We got a few minutes, I think, because I think an hour will be good. I think we should, I don't know, about seven more minutes, whatever, but a little bit struggle up. Let me just say this for Q and I moving forward into the things that we're doing because we're going all the way, okay? This ain't going to be little. We're going to go all the way. I'll be looking out for my website soon. It's just going to be a lot, a lot of work that needs to be done. And unfortunately, I'll be going back to corporate America for a little while. So rock with your girl. But speak to, no, I want you, I, I got to cut you off. Yeah. I need you to speak to people about the things that you're doing on Clubhouse and why they should f- try to get in the rooms with you on Clubhouse because you got a lot of a lot of great things going on. Yeah. Um, the, the thing that you got with the with the women, I think that's super dope that women is coming together from different parts of the country. Yes. To just you know to have these conversations to because I'm quite sure you explained to them about Pink Elephant and and, and to be able to talk about love to be able to talk about hurt to be able to talk about relationships with each other to be able to explain the strong black women syndrome sort of say you know mm, to, i like to, that to syndrome. feel to to feel un, unappreciated not only in the workplace but even in your house yes so these are the tough conversations that we'll be having i'm on clubhouse a lot because i love my facebook family y'all rock with me from the beginning before there was even a clubhouse but the difference between club with Facebook, you're usually in community with the people that you know, or people that know people that you know, or people of people, people that know people that you know, usually from the same county, somebody you went to school with, et cetera. And being as though Mark Zuckerberg is on some other right now, 
it's very hard for you to go viral. And I'm, I've been shadow banned because I did interview Reza Islam about two years ago. And we talked about the pharmaceutical industry. And ever since we did that, it was just, you know, he's like number one, one of, well, not like top on the FBI list as like black thought leaders to be watched. So and he's been kicked off of Clubhouse, I don't know how many times. Um, I believe he got his account back one time on Instagram. He'd been kicked off of there. Like they just continuously keep doing it. So um, we're going to be touching controversial things. So the beauty of Clubhouse is I'm in the room with people from Britain, China, you know, Nigeria. And we come together and I'm in excuse me, community with these people. And I learned so much and I'm able to touch the hearts of people all around. So my clubhouse name is Pink Elephant. Um, I'm pretty known on that side of clubhouse. Uh, and now I'm with five other girls and we have a group called Labaria that was put together from these guys that have a very great club on clubhouse called the Barrio. And we're like the sorority to their fraternity, if you will. They make none of our decisions. Um, it's an all women's group. And we're tired of seeing the bashing of black men. We actually, uh, most for the most part, the women are either married in our group, uh, single, but date black men, or have a boyfriend. We come with a perspective of not male bashing. Um, however, explaining ourselves to men in a way that hopefully when they walk away, they can understand it's a little bit differently and be able to talk to women. Uh, we're gonna be waking shit up soon. We're gonna talk about current events and what's ever going on in the news. We're gonna serve you that tea as well. Um, it's not just gonna be all straightforward. It's gonna be a little drama. Okay. Um, and we don't all have the same ideologies and that's the beauty of it. I think that we're the pumped up version of the view. We're the new and approved version of the view because we all range from the ages of 47, for, no, she's, how old is, she's 48 down to 26. So you're getting within these six, it's from her forties to the thirties all the way down to our baby. She's the youngest, she's 26. Um, she got a degree and all this other stuff, but we're coming all together with our own different opinions, views, and to become more open-minded. Because I feel that a lot of the older people like ourselves, we do a disservice by telling the young kids all the time, oh, y'all know what y'all talking about. This is their world. So we have to try to understand it while we exist in it. We already have our dope values and our morals. And let's not get it twisted. We effed up too. We kind of effed up and didn't pave the way for them correctly. We did it. And we like to just, we're wiser than them because we've seen more. So the beauty of having KT with us, who is 26 years old, she could talk from her point of view and how dare we tell her she's wrong. And then we could tell them from our point of view and kind of have some balance. Listen, we, we weren't living in a world where it was okay to say you're non-binary and not say I don't have a gender, I'm not a male or a woman. Like in our age, we don't know what that is. It's a man and a woman. Like, that's it. Now, I may not subscribe to those ideologies, but what I can do is understand. So if you want those real raw conversations without feeling like your coworkers are going to see you or you don't want to be seen around these people, but you love the conversations, head over to Clubhouse, search clubs, go to Labaria, that's L-A-B-A-R-R-I-A. Join the club. You'll get notifications when we're going to have a room. And follow me, Pink Elephant. Click the bell on me so anytime you know that you can follow me if I'm in the room and try to get started on this clubhouse thing. I'm telling you, it's really great drama, politics. We talk about just about everything. So yeah, that's what I got going on over there. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted you to do that because Tamika, in my eyes, everybody, Tamika does not really talk about the things that she's doing. One thing about social media is that you'll have, like she said, you'll have a following, um, people that support, let's just say, not say, let's just say supporters instead of followers. You'll have yeah. supporters on Instagram who won't even go to Clubhouse. You'll have supporters Correct. on Clubhouse who won't go to Facebook. Mm -hmm. And you'll have people on Facebook who won't go to YouTube. So, you know, with 
being a content creator, influencer, somebody who's doing the social media thing, um, you try to be on all things and try to get everybody to support you on all the pages. Because like I always tell everybody, the best way to support, uh, definitely when it comes to Facebook and YouTube, is to like, share, subscribe, word of mouth, like, yo, she's super dope. This mm -hmm. is what she got going on. You know, you may not agree with everything she's saying, but she kind of can identify definitely from a man's perspective. Because Tamika is very, um, well, lack of a better word, she's she 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 takes a lot of the men's side, which is interesting. And I, I do. It, 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 it ruffles some feathers, and you know. But Tamika, the the, the craziest thing about that, right, mm -hmm. is I think that you do that because your experiences and because your brothers. Because Correct. I may, I believe at my age now that I may be a little bit opposite, may a mm. little bit may more understanding of what women go through. You know, love at, it. At, at a certain point in my life, you know, some men, I was one of them. I don't care. Yeah, I was self-centered, self-absorbed, worried, not even thinking about that. So when you get older, you start being like, you know. You start understanding the flip side, you know. You, like, wow, she you really under, did go you through under, some shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, and, <laughs> but and, and start holding yourself accountable. Like, because when we be doing our stuff, we be, uh, we be, you know, it's like a, a, a doing tornado. your stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like a tornado. Like, damn, right. you, you know, Kim, we did all that damage. House right. up, moving, right. everything. But at Correct. the end of the day, you, you be so caught up in what you're doing, you don't look at, um, all the damage that you've you've done yeah and that's why we have to get to like listen we, our ancestral trauma is serious okay we we're we going to talk about this on a whole nother level and i can't wait to we you know do shows like that when i say that black people suffer from post-traumatic slave disorder meaning that our our trauma when you think about energy and everything else and you know my person and i we got we're getting little tiffs about these things, but I love history. I love science. I love English and, and poetry and writing and things like that. So I'm a very creative person and my mind sees things a lot differently than some people sometimes. My mind is not always black and white. It's very colorful in the way I see things. And even when you're pregnant, right? And you are arguing with your mate all the time and all the other stuff, the baby literally feels that. So could you imagine the trauma that has been passed down for generations and gen ancestrally, okay? Generations to generations to generations that we come out the womb and we're like, damn, they're doing, we got issues. You understand? Um, and it's not a game. It's ready. My girl, Shata Canby, she told me to follow this doctor, uh, some type of doctor today that talks about that, goes really in depth about that. And I've read books on it as well, um, and seminars and stuff that it, we, we are kind of patient with each other and we do you know, give our men a lot of chances because we understand the trauma that we went to. But right now, we know all of that. It is time to heal. We don't have a lot left. It is time to be like, you know what? I'm not going to let my past dictate who I am. I'm not going to let my ancestors dictate who I am. Because when they say, you got to do this for the ancestors, you got to do this for the ancestors. That's some of the saying, right? I don't subscribe to all of that, but I get it. I, I get it. Your ancestors, though, it's just like trying to make somebody proud. Your ancestors want you to move forward. I bet you they do. They, they want you to move forward, do good and be great. Get this generational wealth or whatever you got going on. Don't continue to just fight for them. They fought for us. Exactly. Now it's time to fight for the net, the future. You keep on trying to fight for your ancestors and you're stuck in the same position of hurt and pain and trauma. And they don't see the cycle. 
The ancestors did it for us. They got their butt kicked. They did all that for us. Now make them proud. So now the next generation, why do you think when we talk to our kids, you go, listen, I went through all of that already. So you won't have to go through that. I did this. I'm telling you, I'm not saying, well, you got to do this because I went through it too. No, it's like, listen, that's what they did. But we are so stuck in our trauma. We identify with our trauma that a lot of us won't even know who the heck we are without it. It's like you start to be like, well, I'm just using your name, but come on, you know what Q been through in his life. I don't want to, please, don't, I, I don't want to be the sorry B. Don't be out here feeling sorry for me. Like, well, you know what, Tamika? No, I ain't been through nothing that I ain't healed from. What, 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 huh? Hello? I'm good. What we talking about right now? We talking about moving forward? Because whoever she was 10 years ago, I don't even know her. Shout out to her, though, for being here. But I don't know her no more. That's, that's done. And yeah, if you knew we, me 10 years ago, you don't know me today. We try to, we give out, um, Certificates and medals for uh, going through trauma that some of us take our own selves through. The trauma it's like Olympics. The, it's, like, it's like the, um, you know, from from my personal experience, it's like the guy when he comes home from jail, he gets he gets a welcome home, but the kid that graduates from college gets nothing. Wake that up. Wake that. You see how <laughs> traumatized we and we normalize, and then we'll sit down and be like, well, you know, he's gonna do well, and and this one, no. This one survived the hood. Do you know how amazing that is? God, we're not going, we're just going, we're we going to live for him just go by himself in this world. And we're going to hug this Negro that done killed five people. <laughs> Listen. He get a welcome home, a hero's welcome home, and he done did all this destruction. With, with new Gucci shoes years. and everything. Oh, they got him the Gucci shoe. Oh, he fly. Put this kid up, barely put, got his put, old Jordans on. Put some bread in his pocket. So now he got enough money. Block to block the niggas is hitting him off because he caught bodies. <laughs> Yeah. What is that? What? Okay. Yeah. And they wonder yeah. why I'm overprotective of my son. No, you cannot yeah. hang out with my son, little boo boo. Nope. Sorry. I'm that parent. I don't care. So listen, but, you um, guys. Um, yeah, it's just, guys, it's, we're, we going there. <laughs> we, listen, Go we got some, me, listen, me and Q got some stuff for y'all. We're just taking, we're, we're, you're pretty much at the carnival right now. So you're getting on different rides and getting different experiences. Just <laughs> we're kind of just touching a little bit of the things that we're going to talk about, and there will be certain topics that we're going to focus on, and they're not going to transition, transcend rather into too many other topics. We're going to focus on that and build off of that. But right yeah. now, I, 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 I listen to my ancestors. I love you and thank you, but I promise you, I'm gonna make you proud. Okay, <laughs> I, I promise you, it's not going to be. I'm not stuck there. I'm not. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm going for the stars because I know that's what you fought for. I know that's what Martin fought for. And I'm not Martin. I'm Malcolm, by the way, the people. Okay? Uh -oh. I know what Malcolm did it for. We're going to we, have a good discussion about that. And then, and I always, um, I was a big, big, um, I love Adam Clayton Powell. Um, okay. You know, and, and, and Adam, and Adam, Adam Clayton Powell was hard on Brother Malcolm. Yes, I know. You know, the, <laughs> you know it's, I, don't I be it's, talking about my father Malcolm. <laughs> I think it's a it's, it's a dynamic that um we 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 do want to discuss and we do want to bring forth. We want to talk about um you know uh, family structure, love, like um being being Your raised family, be, being raised being raised on love and being raised on struggle and how is the difference. Um, so. With that, everybody, um, we ask that you like, share, subscribe, uh, yes. let everybody know what we're trying to do. We'll keep you posted on what day we're going to try to do our shows. Y'all yes. know myself and Tamika, we both do a lot of stuff. So it's best to basically follow us um, to Facts. figure it out.
but we will let you know we're going to we're going to figure out a specific day where we could just do a show and that's a set show but like i said tamika's very thoughtful as well as myself so one day you may just pop up and uh, she's doing a live and i'm doing a live and we're just discussing it um what's going on because we are a culture that's always moving right and we want to we want to we want to talk about moving parts because <laughs> nothing yes. stays the same yeah and you know what before we wrap this up also i'll be back to throwing events um hopefully with q and i being a teammate teams right now um he'll be able to join in on those events you know what i'm saying and uh come up from where you are living right now on those days that you know you're off uh, to see kind of the other stuff that I do and be a part of it as well. Uh, bring some yeah. bread together, all of the other stuff and yeah. make this thing bigger than what it is. I know it says it's let's let's talk pink elephant, but it's let's talk QF too. You understand? It's um, <laughs> it's a us thing. It's a us thing. Um, and I'm, I, I appreciate you not trying to be the bad bitch of the crew, you know, because a lot of brothers. I <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we good. We we. No, I know, we, I know. Listen, we excuse my life. After this, I'm not cursing no more, guys. Listen, we, forget we're practically family that just met. I know. That's that, the listen, crazy part. You, we ain't even gonna talk about it because yeah, I don't let nobody know. Yeah, who my that's our that's BD our private is, life. You know what I'm saying? That's our that's one part that we ask people that support us um allow us to remain private with that aspect. Um, Absolutely. I don't, that. yeah, please. But anyway, like I said, you guys, make sure you guys follow us. Make sure you follow, uh, she has Pink Elephant, a private group on Facebook. I have yes. Let's Talk, private group on Facebook. Follow us, support us, and we, we here. Um, Tamika answers her inbox, not from the, you nuts. Um, <laughs> and I answer my inbox from, from people. I don't I don't deal with nuts. I, I kind of know. <laughs> I kind of know when the first couple of questions, if I know you and I have no problem, ask me, how do I know you? Right. And, you know, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying I, I screen everybody. So <laughs> right. with that, listen, we from the hood. <laughs> yeah. With that, everybody have a blessed night. Stay safe. Yes. And until next time, take care. Take care. Peace.